Ponce. Ponce de Leon. Would have been a great, great thing. You know, um, hardworking veterans uh, gave their lives so we could enjoy teriyaki jerky on the podcast. True that. That's for real. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And this is Raisin Brands. And we're going to do, we got some sports going on this one. Oh, man. We got. We had. To, we took. Well, a, we, we had like a couple weeks off, Ray. So we got to talk about. You know, well, call, I feel like college football is really heating up, and that's what we should focus. God. on. God, yeah. Okay, this has been a terrible couple of weeks for college football. It's been amazing. It's been amazing for college football and for real college football fans. Uh, what do you mean by that? I'm saying that good college football fans had a great two weeks. <laughs> terrible college football fans. No, Ohio had State a won their game. Weeks. Interesting. And then took a bye week. You know what I saw? It was funny. Uh, I mean, those are the worst college football teams, fans in the world. Our two teams playing each other this week, obviously, Nebraska and Michigan. Actually, they played earlier today. And I saw a funny thing where... Um, yes, they did. A sports writer attempted to create bulletin board material for uh, for Michigan. We don't need that. What I know. That's about? what I thought. But basically, you know, what happened was the, the Nebraska's running back, Amir Abdullah, Amir Abdullah. Star running back for a year in Nebraska Cornhuskers. There's probably a really off-color joke I could make right now. So he comes out. <laughs> yeah, but let's not do that. But let's, let's not let's, at all. Let's move forward. Okay, so here's, here's the whole quote. Okay, so what did he say? Here's the whole quote. He goes, two years ago, they killed us up there. I was kind of shell-shocked. It's kind of a great game. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of shell-shocked. I didn't play much, but just being there, Michigan fans are nasty, man. They're ruthless. Okay? Okay. That's the quote. Do you That's have any problem with that? Not even a little okay. bit. Here's what it says. Here's what it says uh, oh, in the paper. It says, Nebraska running back calls Michigan fans nasty and ruthless. Uh, <laughs> I mean, try to make it. that's a factual account. That like, is actually, what he said. He actually said it as a compliment, you know. Yeah, no, he, jeez. Oh, Don't you hate that when they, they try to make a story out of nothing? Michigan already gets everybody's best shot every single week. And the, and Everybody wants to beat Michigan. And Nebraska and Michigan, just from who they are and, and their history, are always going to have a there lot of emotions. There will always be a reason to hate Nebraska. Yeah. You don't need to make up reasons. And vice versa. So there's no reason to make things up. All right, that's just stupid right there. Well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But we'll talk, we'll talk at length about the college football debacle going on. We definitely have to mention, because we went to the... L.A. Clipper game. And Houston Rockets. And the Houston Rockets. We saw Dwight Howard you know what we saw barely play. You know what we didn't see a lot of? Dwight Howard. Uh, we saw very, very little. You he know got three s- fouls in the first quarter what and we was didn't gone. see a lot of? We saw a lot of points. A lot of points. Yeah. Uh, was it Clippers' most points ever scored in the first half of a game or I, tied their record or something? It was crazy. Maybe. We'll talk about that. We had a fun experience at the stadium. Mm-hmm. World Series is over. We don't got to talk about that anymore. We can talk about who we predict for MVPs. We could talk more about how Detroit did not even make the World Series. That would be great. Well, we don't need to mention that. Okay. Sorry. Didn't uh, and it that. is the good episode for doing the halfway point of the NFL season. Our picks. Yeah. Our picks for footballs. And we can see how I clearly know a lot more about football than Brent does. Yes, clearly, based on Ray's uh, division-winning Washington Redskins pick that lost to the one in seven Minnesota Vikings. Wait, who did you Break. pick? In, who did you pick in the NFC East? Who cares? I do. It's the New York Giants. Okay. Who they have one win on the season, okay. maybe two. Yeah, my team that I picked has more wins than yours. I picked the Kansas City Chiefs to be leading the division, and they are leading the division. You did pick them to win that division, and uh, well, they have to play Denver. We'll see what happens. But anyway, we'll yeah, talk about that on this Veterans Day weekend edition of Raisin Brand. Yay! That was me having fun jumping out of an airplane and then forgetting to pull my parachute because I was having so much fun oh, and then Ray. hitting the ground. Ray, we're playing way too much Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. In any case. But is there such a thing as that? Playing too much Grand Theft Auto Five? Not as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, me neither. Yay! Yeah. So anyway, we'll be right back to do this thing up, light this candle after three seconds of Billy Joel. And we were so gone. 
Happy Veterans Day, everybody. Yeah. I feel like it's my year to have all my pro teams just be undefeated, and then they'll probably just dash my hopes later on in the season. Drop out right. first round of the playoffs. Got my Chiefs, 9-0. and Got my Pacers, 7-0. and Pretty good. And it, it's not like it's an, a not well-earned 7-0 and either. I mean, they've been uh, playing some, some good teams. teams. Yeah. yeah. My Pistons, we're like 500. Uh, here's the deal. Pacers have a three-game. There's 75 games left, Ray. They already have a three-game lead on Miami. Can they hold on and get the one seed? No. They no need it. No is the answer to your question. They need it. And I'll be honest. Oh, Paul George has been playing a heck of a lot better than I thought he was. I did not think he was that good. He's great. Yeah, and he's getting better. He's young. Here's the deal. Miami is weird. It's weird, though. Like, I feel like they're, at least the, early in the season, the last couple of years they started off a little slow, a couple of years, but they still had their defense going. I mean, they're giving up 101 points a game. Their legs look really, really old right now, yeah. and I'm not just talking about the addition of Greg Oden. Right. Who <laughs> has the oldest legs <laughs> since Lazarus. <laughs> 101 points a game, and they're not playing. They haven't played, like, the really good teams yet either. They lost to the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I believe they also lost to Philadelphia. The Philadelphia's okay. They're four and three. Boston's pretty bad, though. Yeah. They should not be losing to the Boston Celtics, but they look like an old team right now, don't they? I mean, you win two championships. That's a lot of extra games. It's it's a grind. Yeah, it's a grind. And LeBron James got married in the offseason. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be blaming your marriage on your he's lack doing of quality. all these commercials with his kids, which is great. But, I'm glad he's a family guy, but, you know. But LeBron's been traveling away. the world with his wife, with his new wife, and, and, and he's, he's even blaming that. He's blaming that for his sluggish play. He's hanging out with Yasiel Puig. He's hanging out with Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Miss Puiggy. I noticed that uh, LeBron's not been hitting the cutoff man uh, oh, <laughs> on the basketball court. Me. Stop it. But, yeah, the Miami Heat, dreadful. I mean, let's face it. They are going to get it together. Well, They're going to be a one or a two seed. That East is pretty weak. They may. Well, yeah, it depends on. I think they could be a three seed. Who's going to be the two seed? Assuming we, we assume your Pacers well, get one. Who gets the two? Whoever wins the other division gets the two seed. I thought it went by a record, though. Does it go by record? Yeah, top four positions are by record. No, man. Well, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) The whole East is just, yeah. And I say that as as a fan of the East. I always root for those teams. Boston's down. You got Charlotte. Uh, Orlando's (laughs) down. Toronto. Even teams that have been great in the past. Detroit has been down for a while. Bulls. Could pull it together. Maybe they Bulls. Could. Maybe. They, what, what happened to the Brooklyn Nets? They're supposed to come out and just be tough. They're in last place. Last place in the whole Eastern Conference. The, the Brooklyn Nets are in last place. Well, you right? know you know why that is, though. It's because they spent their entire, like, dreams. There were dreams to be had. They are a half game behind the Washington Wizards, Ray. They wanted Dwight Howard. They really they were building a team that Dwight Howard could go to after Dwight Howard said a couple of years ago when he was in Orlando, I'd like to go play for the Brooklyn Nets. So they said, great, we'll clean out the garage and you can live there. And then he decided to go to Houston, the disappointing Houston so Rockets. Now, so, now, so, so what you're telling me, Ray, is that the Brooklyn Nets are so disappointed that they don't have a guy that doesn't play clutch defense and can't shoot free throws that now they can't play either? I think they just made a decision all at once that they were just going to follow that Let's path. Let's all play like Dwight now. Well, oh speaking of playing goodness. like Dwight, we got to see it firsthand. Yeah. I won the Kobe Bryant bet. Do, 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 do. Ray wins a bet. Do, 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 do. I'm so glad you're shaking your head at me right now. I'm so glad you want to bet that has nothing to do with any of our teams. It just happened to. It's just a guess on whether Kobe Bryant was going to build. So good, good for you, Ray. We live in Los Angeles now. Good for you. So we're all de facto. Um, We're not Laker fans, but we're Laker aware because you cannot live in Los Angeles and not know everything that's happening. You know who I blame for for losing this bet, Ray? None other than Kobe Bean Bryant for being a liar. He is a liar. He said he's going wow. to be at the opening day, and he wasn't. So he's a liar. Anyway. Man, we uh, need that one congressman to just be like, you lie. Here's the deal, though, Ray. You I, lie, Kobe. Almost any any, any excuse to go watch live basketball. How fun are the Clippers? It's great. I mean, the difference between oh. watching basketball on TV and watching it live is just so much different. You know what I mean? It it's, felt different. Yeah. It, it, there's, a, no, there's just a total di- different energy in the air right there. It All, doesn't seem like it's five hours long when you're watching it live. Also fun, have you ever seen a, a hockey game live? Oh yeah, it's great. It's, it's just a completely different experience. Watching yeah. it on TV, 
It's good. It's okay. It's slow paced though. But when you're actually watching it live, you can see all the plays develop, and it's just the same deal. It's just well, watching it happen live. It's you know, neat. I think we have to do our part, Ray. We will definitely be going to see a couple L.A. Kings games this year. Absolutely, I'm yeah. down with that. And uh, I think the other happy thing about being at the L.A. Clipper game was while there during Monday Night Football, Packers Bears. Mm-hmm. I decided to uh, pull another bet on Brent. Yeah. I bet him uh, a rematch, double or nothing. Yeah. That uh, the Bears would beat the Packers on Monday Night Football. Yeah, this is great. You know what? And I, I feel like, okay, good. And for, who won that game? Good for you, Ray. But I'm shrieking. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's, let's talk about how we came up with this bet. You see, here's what happened before the game. Brent had to drive in his car, mm-hmm. drive in his car to go pick up Ray. Meanwhile, Ray is watching the game and sees that Aaron Rodgers was knocked out of the game. No, and the then, game hadn't started yet. And then makes How a bet you? with me. How dare you? You told me that the game had already started. You watched the first part of it, and Aaron Rodgers is already knocked out. No, so, is, yes, sir. You are a Do liar. not lie. Do You're not a liar. Lie. No. You're a liar. You are a liar right you now, lie. sir. Yeah. <laughs> So that is not the I case. will accept the loss, Ray, but I feel like it was kind of dirty. Maybe to someone should have done know, their due diligence. Do my due diligence. Ray, you're not supposed to look on the internet while you're driving down the road to pick someone up. Yeah, we made the bet at the arena. You had every opportunity. I Check didn't, your phone. though, Ray. I dare you. Yeah. I do. So anyway, we're going back on Brent's dime. Woohoo! So anyway, uh, Ray is going to take a, a, take, take a, a, a bet on when something, when he had collusion, he already knew what had happened in the game, and he bet me. So if Ray, if that's okay on Ray's conscience, yes, and all of our listeners it is know that Ray is a dirty player based on the rest of I, what's happened this weekend, good. yes, I, I feel, feel great. good about all the bets that I've done. They were all done cleanly, and Rays are all dirty, so that's fine. Ray, you want to be a dirty winner? Take it. Well, I guess you could also argue uh, that the original bet with Kobe Bryant, I actually had an understanding of how Achilles injuries worked, and you didn't. So therefore, we made that bet in the first Matter, place. Th- no, that's that's insider knowledge. It's not insider knowledge. I had knowledge that's, of it too. That's smarts. What I thought was that Kobe was so stubborn that he would come back and play anyway. You just thought he'd start play like a minute as like a yeah, token gesture. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, but it didn't. Yeah. Well, anyway, seventy-eight points. Hey, the let's score... talk about that Michigan-Nebraska game. We'll get that there. was pretty we'll amazing, get there. huh? Let's get to that. How about the Clippers scoring seventy-eight points in the first half? That's the uh, final score and, after overtime still, they, in, in an Eastern Conference game. And they missed like their last five shots they before did. halftime. They could have had 84 points. J.J. Redick. J.J. freaking Redick goes for 25 on the night. Are you kidding me? Now, Ray, seven games into the J. season. J.J. Redick, the hateable one. We talked about this last week. You said that you thought that Houston was going to be your finals team in the West. I, believe, the, I believe they will. Changed? Uh, okay. It is not. Okay. I think that Houston has a lot of growing to do as a team. I think adding Dwight Howard into that team. Jeremy Lin is, you know, he's erratic, but when he's on, he's really on. James Harden needs to figure out how to, he's a very talented scorer who needs to learn how to play with that big man in the center. At center. Here's what I think. We both pick Clippers. We pick Rockets to go to the finals. They've already both lost at home to the L.A. Lakers. Does that now not make the L.A. Lakers? <laughs> No, no, it doesn't. No, it not it even doesn't. a little bit. But God, good for the Lakers getting those wins early season without Kobe. No, you know? congratulations to them. On they're a five hundred team, probably that might make the eight. And, and if Kobe comes back and stays healthy, they're definitely a little above five hundred. One of know? the funniest things I heard is that that Lakers team is so depleted. They have got so much money tied up and probably still paying for Meta World Peace and Dwight Howard and all this other crap. Right? I don't even know if all the money's out of the books. It's probably a very irresponsible thing for me to say. But they have no bench. They have absolutely no bench to speak of whatsoever. and th- Their bench is so bad that some of their starters are out, and there's no names playing in the starting five for your L.A. Lakers right now. I was How actually, dare you, sir? The bench is what came in and beat the L.A. Clippers, beat them into the ground on opening night. That's depressing. But that being said, I was listening to some opinions, and they said, the coaching staff, Mike D'Antoni, doesn't know what he's doing. As soon as the starters come out of the game, they start going off the rails, and they start losing horribly. And I'm like, yeah. That's not the coach's fault. They don't have a bench. That's who's playing at that time. It's not like he's coaching them to play bad. Look, if you hire Tom Skerritt to coach the team, that's what you're going to get. Okay? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Doesn't Mark D'Antoni kind of look like an oversized Muppet? Mark D'Antoni or Mike D'Antoni? Either. Because Mark D'Antoni's a different He's a big fat guy. They coach football. Yeah. They both look like Muppets. Okay. <laughs> I'll just go with, I'll, t- I'll pick up my mistake and then double or nothing on it. Nice. <laughs> they both look like giant Muppets. They do both look like kind of like Muppets. Although, uh, you know, you got to say, 
the one thing that D'Antoni has is that awesome mustache. He's got like a Magnum P.I. or Phil Jackson mustache. He is rocking the stash. Yeah. You know, maybe he's just a big fan of No Shave uh, November. Yeah. Or Movember, as they call it. Ah! Uh, are you not shaving in November? I actually haven't shaved in November. Not I just haven't done it because I've been lazy. Me too! Yeah? I think I'm going to shave, though, and I'm going to leave the mustache. Mm. So when Melissa comes home, I can... I can Because um, she's out of town in St. Louis right now. So when she comes home, she can say... Shave that stupid mustache. You know what I think you That's should. That's what wives across America are saying all you, during November. You know what I, I think you do, Ray? I think you shave the stash, you shave the beard, you leave the soul patch. Oh. Yeah. Apollo Anton Ono style. You know, right? you know what the first thing she'd say, though, upon seeing it? Shave that stupid soul patch. Shave that stupid soul patch. <laughs> you look like an idiot. <laughs> I mean, granted, she tells me I look like an idiot a lot, but I mean, this would actually be legitimate. Yeah. Anyway. Now I'm uh, sad. Fun times at the fun times at the Clipper game. Fun times, we bought those matching, and if you see, if you've been to the oh, Raising Brent podcast, the uh, Facebook page, ever. yeah, we have uh, Ready Player One and Ready Player Two or whatever. Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. incredible T-shirts, eight bit style, going up for the slam dunk with Blake. You gotta check out our Facebook page if you haven't been to facebook.com slash Ray Brent podcast. First off, I don't believe you, and two, you should do it right now. I don't care if you're driving. Pull your car off the bridge and pop it open on your phone. It's worth it. Get the app. Get the Raisin Brent app. I agree with some of that. Don't drive your car off the bridge. I would say that. Uh, Ray says drive your car off the bridge. That's fine. Well, pull your car off the bridge, Ray says. Do it. <laughs> well, I meant more so like pull your car away from TV sets showing the bridge because it's a terrible, terrible show. It's going to be nominated for I can't wait for them to be nominated. Woo! If it gets nominated... Then you'll be the only one that's surprised, Ray. If oh, gets, I'm sorry. It, you and Melissa will no, be the only one surprised. Here's the deal. It, she will probably get nominated. The Bridge as a show should not be nominated. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. I think uh, I would actually have no problem if she gets nominated because I think, I think she does the, a good job playing a very unlikable character. I think the actors, you're right. I think the actors do a stronger job than the overall the script, package. Overall package, yeah. I'm with that. I you know what would be interesting is to go back and watch that other show. I, I, uh, is it? Um, it's a European show. Oh, the the one the bridge is based yeah. on. Yeah, we should go watch the pilot of that and see which one is better. That might be interesting. Well, or see or see how different it is because here it's based on the you know the whole bridge between Mexico and the United States. What is it based on there? I mean, it's all like Finland and Norway have yeah, a giant right. bridge. Oh, these guys are much wider than us over here. <laughs> oh man, their furniture is much more complicated than ours. Oh, stop eating all that lutefisk on the other side of the bridge. Our meatballs taste better. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Smorgasbord. Anyway. The Swedish chef is an icon. Speaking of going off the bridge, Ray, I think that's what I we've think done. We did. And that's our NBA segment. Yep. So we'll be back. We'll be right after back. After three seconds of Scandal. Get a permanent I really don't want to talk a lot during this segment. I think that... You know what? I we talked a couple weeks ago about how we weren't that into college football, and I got to say, my Nebraska Cornhuskers have re-energized my my whole belief in college football. Oh, good. Because two years, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, well, not two weeks ago, last week, Nebraska behind, almost about to lose to those sad sack Northwestern Wildcats. They were ranked 18 at the time. You can't say they're sad. They are a I'm sad just talking sack about tradition. Their, I'm just talking about their their whole history. They're still a sad sack, you know. Anyway, uh, Northwestern, very good academic school, though. Uh, a lot of very smart people went About there. to beat Nebraska. Four seconds left. Throw it in the end zone. What are you supposed to do when you throw it in the end zone, Ray? Knock it down! Yeah, you're supposed to knock it down for sure. No, do you... Do you, you volleyball it up in the air you, behind you. It, do you tip it to the guy that's not covered behind oh the defense? Oh, my goodness. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Touchdown. Oh, my Nebraska God. wins. That was stupid. Catapulting us to giving us, giving us hope this week. Coming into the big house, where where well, where don't you want to talk about what happened to set up yeah. the stage for Michigan? Oh, I'm getting to it. Oh yeah, let's Michigan. talk about that. I mean, you were talking last week about how oh Michigan, oh that's cute. They're going to be playing little brother, Sparty. Sparty Michigan is little State. brother, yes. And and little brother took out their spanking stick and they spanked you on your bottom, and then they spanked a little more, and then when it got red, it got spanked even more. I'm gonna say right now, Michigan State has a fantastic defense. Their defense is, I really thought they were overrated. And then watching the Michigan game or seeing the highlights mm-hmm. of it, at least, because Michigan has made this bizarre decision every single game to play at 1230. I think they were looking for some sort of national stage. 
I want my Michigan games at nine in the morning here, you know, East Coast, West Coast, L.A. time. I want my games at nine in the morning so I can see them before I go off to work. When they keep doing these things at 1230 p.m. every afternoon, I have zero percent chance of watching them unless I'm hugely irresponsible at my job. I kind of I kind of prefer it this way because then then I'm it allows me the the chance to if Michigan's winning, I just do nothing. And if they're losing, I just start trolling you on your phone. It's amazing. Oh, it's a trip. Yeah. Although, you know, it's a lot I got I got to get the the unlimited the, the unlimited data package on my phone cuz the, the amount of trolling I have to do this year with Michigan is just I'm, 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 I'm going broke. You got to give it up to the Sparty defense. Uh their offense not that good. I'd say it's very mediocre offense. And Michigan's offense, I don't know what's happened to them over the past couple of weeks, but Devin Gardner looks horrid. That offensive line is a sieve. Even their talented wide receivers are dropping passes in crucial times. Mm, yeah. Not to mention, I mean, their defense is still good. Michigan's got a pretty good defense. I think they always will. I, I think it's a team that's always going to play itself on defense and, and big-time skill position players. But none of that happened against Michigan State. Got an absolute drubbing by the hands of kid brother, which sets, of course, up for... Michigan, Michigan versus Nebraska. Nebraska. Are you kidding me? Come on. What's going on? Lay it out for me, Brent. You watched the entire game three or four times by this it, point. Well, like, uh, you know, I will admit, it was a to a person that's not invested in either one of these two schools. Terrible game. Kind of a boring game. Awful, for the most part. Awful game. For the most part. But you did have two lead changes in the last six minutes of the game. It's true. Yeah. Um, you had Devin Gardner getting... I don't know where this... I, look, I... I want to give Sparty defense as much credit as you do. But the fact is, Nebraska's defense did not look great, hasn't looked great for most of the season. And then all of a sudden, they looked almost the same as Sparty's defense did. I think you're overplaying it a little bit right there. I think Sparty's defense looked he much was, more. He was sacked seven times. How many more times do you have to get sacked than seven times to say that it was a good defensive performance? Sadly, the number is eight. Yeah. <laughs> Seven times. Seven times is a lot of sacks. That's a lot of sacks. Especially for a guy as mobile as Devin uh, Yeah, Gardner. exactly. Gosh, bless it. Anyway, Nebraska takes the lead 10 nothing, and then gets behind 13-10 after Nebraska muffs a punt at their own 10-yard line, which was... But, and we by ran the way, that into the end zone, but yeah. according to rules, it's not a touchdown. Correct. I actually had my friend Dave Knoll call me up during the game, and he said, are you watching this? I said, no, I'm working. He says... We just punted in Nebraska. They muffed it, and we ran it in the end zone. Why? Why aren't they even looking at it? That's a touchdown. I said, "No, those are those are the rules of football." Yeah, I, I, sight unseen. I knew the rules of football. Wait a minute. I'm the smartest. The person producer alive. of Raisin Brent doesn't know the rules of football. Well, he he knows a lot of rules of football. He just doesn't happen to know. No, that no, no. One, I, if you don't know the muff rule, you don't know any rules. That's what I say. I feel like shame on you, David. Noel. We're, we're shame in on you. Dangerous territory. <laughs> As this episode never gets put online, it never airs. The Lost Raisin I will not Brent. bow to the man, Ray. I will not bow to management. I will not bow to the producers. I'm going to do the show I want to do. If he doesn't know the rules, he doesn't know them. He better learn them. Well, have you been listening to the last couple of M-U-F-F, segments? M-U-F-F, the muff rule. We, we already know that. There are several the of those. You we're talking do. about the football one. Nothing's going to stop you from going off the rails. <laughs> not a producer. Not me. Not your conscience. Nothing. I'm not usually the one that goes off the rails, by the way. But I got to say, I'm a little giddy, Ray. I'm giddy. I'm a yeah. little giddy. You, you are. You have a you know? little pep in I your mean, step. I mean, look, it's it's a different thing. You, do, let me ask you this question. Let me see if you and y'all probably you'll probably know just because I'm asking you. Do you know up until today who had the longest home winning streak in the nation? That would be your University of Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, they hadn't lost at home since 2010. 19 games. That's impressive. I thought they had for a team that feels like it's been struggling a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. mostly what I think it shows is that Michigan just hasn't played Ohio State at home in those in that time. Yeah, we did. Uh, we played them two years <laughs> ago and beat them. I dare you. you. That was the Luke Fickle <laughs> era. That was the greatest Ohio State game of this decade. Why am I trying to slip? Why am I trying to slip insults in you? I don't need to. My team won today. That's all I need. Uh, anyway, they're down. They're down thirteen ten. They get the ball back. Nebraska converts a fourth down. Where there was a missed tackle and they run down to the five, and then on third and five they try to run an option play. They kind of gets blown up, and Nebraska quarterback kind of just makes a f- little for- forward shovel pass. He made that poor linebacker for Michigan look like an idiot. Yeah, just he was like, "I'm it. I'm going to come get you. No, oh, I'm going to back up. Oh, I'm going to come. Get- I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to hit the table." And then touchdown, Amir Abdullah. 
Stupid. I want. I want. I wonder if Amir Abdullah made more quotes about them being nasty and nasty and ruthless after the game. That would fire me up if I was a Michigan guy. Yeah, absolutely. Oh wait, yeah. not uh, at all. But on the plot, I mean, also happening in college football because I mean, we do have a very uh, Neapolitan, cosmopolitan, politan, politan audience out there. Hold on, I'm getting some more beef jerky. Uh, it's just delicious. It's very delicious. Mm. We got people, fans of all kinds of teams, and I mean, uh, to be fair, a big deal happened. Stanford didn't just beat Oregon. The final score was twenty-six to twenty. But Oregon scored all 20 of their points in the fourth quarter. You got work, son. Oh, my goodness. Are you really going to eat the jerk? Keep eating the jerk? I thought it was just a bit for the start of the show. Mm-mm. This is celebratory jerky, right? You're eating celebratory jerky with me after your team lost. You're not a true fan. At least you're not making me eat some corn or something like that, you know. Oh, didn't I tell you? Big old can of corn. This jerky's made out of corn. God dang it. Why? <laughs> First, you make me eat a Buckeye. And now you make me eat corn jerky? Mm. How dare you. How dare you. But yeah, Oregon dropping one to Stanford and never really looking like they were in the game, even towards the end, was a very, very impressive thing, which opens the door for Florida State. Mm-hmm. It opens the door for Alabama. And did Alabama beat LSU? Mm-hmm. You know, Alabama, you got to give it up to them, man. LSU is for, for real team. That is a Michigan-led team by Les Miles. They're always talented year in and year out. They tend to yak a game or two that they just have no business losing. So they're very much a Michigan team. <laughs> but that being said, Alabama, I mean, they pretty much have a straight shot. They're the best team in football again this year. Nick Saban, go back to the pros, please. Go go lose a bunch of games for Jacksonville or something. Make make me happy. And then Florida yeah. State doesn't play anybody the rest of the year. The ACC is not good at all. They're going to run the table, and that kind of makes me a little happy. I'm actually rooting if they for don't, both those teams. If they don't run the table, they drop down to, like, number nine because right. they're, they're going to lose to somebody terrible. They're going to lose to, you know, Wake Forest or somebody. So know. Alabama, yeah, so, you know. But uh, you know who gets left out if – Florida State and Alabama run the table, and another school runs the table. The Ohio, Ohio State, State University gets left crying in their crying in their Miller High Lifes and their forties of King Cobra in Buckeye Stadium parking lot, eating their chocolate delights, screaming about how unfair this world is. Even though this is the worst Big Ten I ever remember. Oh, even though they shouldn't have even won their national championship because they should have been. Garbage play, yeah. garbage flag. Yeah, Miami wins that game. They actually are on the bus already. The parade has already started, and they ref threw a flag. Yeah. Oh, keep going. Oh man, it fell out of my pocket. Uh, well, I, I don't call I, something. I, I don't look stupid. I don't look stupid. I asked to type it. I couldn't just pick it up. Ohio State's stupid. Yeah, it's gonna see. Uh, you know, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see if anybody in the Big Ten is even good enough to challenge Ohio State. I mean, I hope so. Right. Yeah, Ohio State, they got some talent on defense, and they got some talent on Braxton offense. Braxton Miller's pretty good. Braxton Miller's pretty good. Their backup, whose name I refuse to learn, is also pretty good. He's had some good times in there. And Ohio State probably is going to win the Big Ten. We'll, we'll still beat them in Michigan to end the season. It'll be their one loss to make sure they don't make the national championship. But then they're probably going to be so far ahead in their own division. I'm like, who's going to be? Penn State? No, Penn State yacked one earlier today. Nobody else is going to be even close. They're still going to go to the... Um, Championship game, probably win that, and then go on to the Rose Bowl. Championship game right Lose now. Lose to Oregon. I will guess probably the, the championship game is... No, I'm with you. The championship game is probably going to be Nebraska versus Ohio State at this point. Don't you have to say that? Well, Nebraska or Michigan State. I think Nebraska and Michigan State play next week. Probably the winner of that team, the winner of that game, probably goes to the championship. It's hard to argue it at this point, unless Michigan puts together a whole bunch of wins and Nebraska and Sparty start to stumble. Well, it's, yeah, it's just not possible. I don't think it's even possible for Michigan to make because they're 2-3. and three. But is there, I'll ask this question though. Are you happy with, would you watch a Florida State Alabama finals championship game? I would. And we all know that the playoff system, the 14 playoff system, doesn't start for another year, which means somebody's going to get left out again. Probably somebody undefeated, maybe. And I would actually much rather watch an Oregon Ohio State Rose Bowl by far then watch an Alabama-Florida State national championship game? Florida State's really good this year. you got to give it up to them. Alabama still beats them 42-14. to 14. Replay yeah. of last year's Notre Dame score. Maybe. I mean, you know, LA, even LA, LSU, like we talked about, they're a solid team. Not the LAUSD. No, not the LAUSD. 
it was a solid team. You know, they played them to a standstill for three and a half, uh, two and a half quarters, and then get outscored twenty-one nothing last quarter and a half. And LSU is probably one of the few teams that can actually match up with Alabama. Although they got those intangibles, you know. Gosh, I you know I would love to. I know that's that's part of the reason they win sometimes. But Les Miles, man, he's he just does these crazy things in game. I like, love it. The fourth, I love it. He punted, or he was did a fake punt on fourth and twelve today. Didn't get it, you know. I like a wild man like that. That's why I really wish, and I love Brady Hoke. I think this Al Borges offensive coordinator guy needs to go. We've had three years. I mean, it's almost to the point we can't really blame Rich Rodriguez's players anymore. We pretty much have that excuse for a handful of games left this year, and now it's on them. But Al Borges, man, he's got to go. That offense looks stale. That offense looks tragic. And there's a lot of talented playmakers on that offense, and nothing's happening. Nothing happened at Sparty. Nothing happened versus Nebraska. They couldn't get it done at the end of the game. Two minutes to go, all their timeouts, marching down the field. Matt Stafford did it half the time against a professional team with no timeouts. What's Michigan's excuse? What is their excuse? We'll be right back after three seconds of Francis Scott Key. (laughs) No, wait, wait, hold on. Francis Scott off key. And the Rockets! Uh-oh. Let's talk some NFL. Let's do it. Let's I, I do it. I find this to be the worst week of the season because the only undefeated team is not playing this week. So what's the point? Oh, man, it's almost... Walk all these, all these hangers-on playing this week. So wait a minute. I hear you telling me that this is maybe the best week to watch NFL because we're guaranteed at least one game won't be boring. <laughs> Chiefs the most boring team in the history of the world. I think they're doing the world a favor by uh, taking a week off. Get out of here. How dare you, sir? Winning is sexy and it's exciting. How many Alex Smith wins that game with the two defensive touchdowns? Alex throwing Smith. for 124 yards and no scores. Alex Smith, I started him in fantasy as as a bye week guy. Boy, I was happy about those four points. Thanks, Alex. You know what I love to see at the end of a game? Gracious. Just a W. That's it. Look, after you hey. have a two and fourteen season, and you know this because your team went zero and sixteen. I mean, you uh, win thanks some for bringing games. that up, Brent. Your team wins some games. You're like, oh, thank you. I'll take any kind of win. Oh, it's true. They they the other team snapped it over their head for a safety to lose. Fine, I'll take it. Done. Right. Then we're at the midweek point. I mean, eight, nine weeks. That's about the midweek point, right? Sure. We got to look at our predictions. Mm-hmm. Some of them look pretty good. Yeah. Some of them don't. Did we both pick the Patriots in the AFC East? Yes, we did. Okay. We're looking good there. We both, we both picked, picked the, the Bengals. Bengals. Looking good there. Looking good there. We both picked, picked the Houston Texans. Yep. We're not looking good there. Not looking good at all right no. there. That is an imploding yeah. team. That uh, team is dead at on arrival, AFC West. I picked Kansas City. You I picked Denver, Denver, and they're nine and zero, seven and one. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're pretty on. So, there's no fight in that. So, so far, other than Houston, we're looking pretty good. Except you have to remember, I also picked the Colts to make the playoffs, and I believe they're the first place team, six and two right now. Right, and you did not. I picked Denver, who right. was seven and one. Pretty good, but I'm just saying, at least I picked the other team that ended up being good in the South. I can at least hang my hat on that. And I picked, I believe, Baltimore to be the other wild card. Who's your other wild card? The Miami Dolphins. Okay. Who, you know, they're hanging yeah, around. They're not very good. They're hanging they're, around. They're a 500 they're, yeah, team. They're not very good. Correct. Facing internal turmoil. Yeah. But we don't know enough about that to comment on it. Well, look, we could talk about the incognito story. He's had problems with anger ever since he was at Nebraska and got. Oh, he went to Nebraska? And got kicked out for beating up a security what guard. What do you have to do to get kicked off Nebraska for violence? The team that brought us in Dominican Sue and Dominic Rayola. Who you love also. And Both they of, didn't get kicked off the team. What did Richie Incognito have to do? He, I, th- I believe he, he knocked out a oh, wait, bouncer. You just said, yeah, he punched a security guy. Yeah, security guard, bouncer. How does yeah. that get you kicked off the team? Because it's a dump, there's a meathead dumb thing to do. Yeah, well, so's barking at a police dog at three in the well, morning. But true, but one of them's like, Ray, are you going to get arrested for barking at a like a police dog or punching the cop in the face? Probably both. <laughs> if uh, I was well, going to guess, because that's what happened in both. Yeah. Anyway, uh, w- this story changes so quickly, and there's so true. many weird things going on. Like, I don't know if I believe either of them completely is it possible every person in this story is lying yeah i i just don't it know. seems weird but you I gotta really, ask it i really want to wait until we figure out what's going on are, are we sure they even played for the dolphins Look, this year because i'm starting to even doubt that this story makes the manti teo story seem not confusing <laughs> it is this is the story that makes the manti teo story clear right so you know uh obviously 
And you, you don't want to make light of pe- bullying is an epidemic in this country. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. People should not be bullying each other. Grown adults should not be bullying each other. Yeah, it's just just one of the things that I like the least in this world, you know? It's just, it's not right. And I guess one of the things that I would touch upon briefly is I'm really unhappy with some of the reactions from the players, the GM, all these people around football making comments about it. Yeah. One, they're jumping the gun too early. Mm-hmm. But two, a lot of these people are saying, how do you bully a grown man? Why did he just punch him in the face? Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's, 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 let's promote more violence. And no one can, that's the thing. Is, a workplace brawl, that'll end it. What's, what makes it tough is no one can get inside your head and tell you what, how you feel when somebody says something to it. Whether you're taking it as a joke or whether you're taking it as, yeah. you know. So, but at the least, you know, nobody, even if these coaches, like they said, maybe they told him to toughen him up, they didn't tell him to, you know, call him and tell him he's going to murder him. Yeah. And call him the N word. Yeah, say awful, yeah. terrible things, uh, 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 derogatory but, terms. But see, that's what's confusing because then at the end of the message when he, that he left, incognito left, he also said, okay, call me back. It's like as if he was hey, joking. We're cool, right? Yeah. All right. So Later, I don't know. It's very confusing. Anyway, we'll it's, talk more about it when we know more about it. When but. we get the facts, we'll know in. I guess that, I'm just saying, like, I'm just very disappointed in a lot of people seemingly like blaming the victim. Mm-hmm. But we don't even know if he's the victim. But if he is, and if yeah. we just assume the story is verbatim, which it probably isn't. Yeah, and it was really making me feel like uh when the dolphins were coming out, they were really defensive. It felt like, you know, did you order the code red? <laughs> you know what I mean? It had to be a code red, right? Yeah. It's Florida. I want the truth. <laughs> I'm the saying- truth is, these walls <laughs> need need toughening up. Who's going to toughen them up? You. I'm just happy that this is a story that happened in Florida and involved some sort of like dispute between two people that, for the first time ever in Florida history, did not involve ninja throwing stars or a katana of some kind right. being wielded. <laughs> By people against each other. Good job, Florida. Uh, My all right, goodness. But anyway, anyway, yeah, let's get no, back to our predictions. Let's get back to the predictions. I just I felt <laughs> so there was did, something that needed to be talked about. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We did pretty good in the AFC. I'll say. I say we did pretty good in the yeah. AFC. We're looking good in the NFC. NFC. Okay. Let's start with the NFC least. Uh, I picked e. the uh, New York Giants, who are in last place right now. They look not good, abysmal. I picked the Washington Redskins, who are not in last place right now, but also abysmal. Look abysmal. <laughs> they look horrid. That game, what was that against the Vikings on I Thursday mean, Night Football? That's the thing is they kind of, oh. yeah. Gugh. Okay. So we and didn't really, we did not score there. Yeah. And for all we know, one of those two teams could still win the division. It's such a bad division. NFC North, I think we're all good as long as we didn't pick the Minnesota Vikings, which neither one of us did. <laughs> that's right. I picked your Detroit Lions, who are now in first place on the tiebreaker, five and three. And I picked the Packers. Also, so five and three. Five and, three. Yeah. and if you pick the Bears... You still win because they're five and three Although tied I, in first place. I think if if Aaron Rodgers is out for a month, they're in trouble. And they are in big trouble. Here's something I'm looking at, and I'm very excited about it because we don't normally get breaks. Mm-hmm. As a Lions fan, I feel like we've gotten breaks this year that I've never seen. This is why I'm excited. We've we don't get these breaks. Calls are actually being called correctly. Weird things are being corrected and not just called against us. And it feels great. The Detroit Lions, based on the first half of the season, our remaining schedule is the worst schedule, the worst teams in all of football. The problem is Green Bay is the third worst schedule in all of football as far as easy teams to play. And if you look at the losses, I I saw a 7-1 and record with them only losing to the Lions on Thanksgiving. Now that Aaron Rodgers has broken his collarbone, Five and three, I think, is reasonable. Four and four could even happen. It all depends on when Aaron Rodgers comes back and what kind of player he is when he comes back. Right. Because I think the Bears, honestly, Jay Cutler's rushing himself back from this groin injury to play against the Lions on Sunday. It seems to be shaping up for the Lions to massacre that team. An immobile Jay Cutler going against Ndamukong Sue, Nick Fairley, and the boys, he's going to get creamed out there. His offensive line is not great. Yeah, uh... I don't know if this is the week I would come back if I was Jay Cutler. <laughs> no, I'd say like, oh, Although, it's a little tight. It's a little hey, tight. I, resp- oh. I respect him for coming back, though, because he could have been like, yeah, you know, I need another week. I don't respect him for that. Why not? Okay, it's it's an act of toughness. Yeah, it's an act of toughness. But at the same time, I don't respect him because it's also an act of stupidity. He, I mean, Nick fairly falls He's on He's willing him. to sacrifice it all. <sighs> Look, Ray, it is Veterans Day weekend. If you can't respect a guy that's sacrificing <laughs> for his team, right? 
Oh my goodness. Not Are like you really drawing this analogy? I'm just saying he's sacrificing. He's sacrificing. Now he's, the sacrifice he's doing is not the same as the our, our people in uniform, but I it mean, is a sacrifice. I can only assume that he feels And it's a weekend to celebrate sacrifice. That's all I'm saying. I only assume he feels hundred percent. He feels really good about going because the way Josh McCown was playing, because Josh McCown was lights out against the Packers. You gotta say at Lambeau Field especially. Well, Aaron Rodgers or no Aaron Rodgers. Josh McCown could have easily filled in this week and done a good job. To be fair, a lot of quarterbacks have been lights out against the Packers defense this year, especially without their head honcho playing now, their best player. Clay Matthews? Yeah. Mr. Chunky Soup? Yep. I wonder if when Clay Matthews gets injured, if they evict his mom from her secret room in the locker room. I don't know. Do they let her stay? Do they make him take down all the fatheads of himself at his house when he's injured? Oh, I hope not. I don't much care for that Clay Matthews fellow, That's but I love a, that commercial. That's just a real hot it's, pick. It's just a real hot pick. And this is just an intimidating sack dance. All right. Anyway. Both way wrong, NFC least. But uh, both way right, both way NFC, right North. NFC North. NFC West? NFC West. Uh, you had Seattle. I have San Francisco. Those are the top two dogs it's easily. It's basically the same thing yeah. as our Kansas City Denver. Yep. It's, they're within a game of each other. They're both really good teams, and you can't really go wrong. I've right. got the lead in that, but who knows? And then you had New Orleans, who I did not have. And, and who'd I you had, have in the South? I had the Falcons. They're the terrible. The Falcons. They might be the most disappointing team. Are, are they the most disappointing team? Maybe I think they, about them that. and Houston are probably the two most disappointing teams. I would say Houston. I think is more disappointing. No, I don't know about that. Both teams made. I don't know because made yeah, the big time last year. Atlanta. You know, I would say Atlanta's, Matty Ice built his reputation on never losing at home. I would say Atlanta's more disappointing because Atlanta's been good for longer than Houston has been good for. The fact Houston can go up and down and ebb and flow and they were average for a while and then finally put it together last year and then fell off the table this year is less disappointing than Atlanta, who's been consistently a very, very good team for quite a number of years now that Matty Ice has been there. Okay, That's and fair, I, right? I say that Houston is a little more disappointing because Houston, I always think that the more consistent thing on a team that you can count on from year to year is defense. Okay. And the fact that they're losing all these games with that great defense. And J.J. Watt's still in there. You know, because Atlanta's – here's the deal. Atlanta, a lot of their problems are injuries. You got, you're missing Julio Jones and well, Roddy White. Brian Cushing went down. Matt Schaub went down a couple of times for Houston. I mean, they're, they're facing injuries, too, okay, you got to say. but Matt Schaub was playing terrible, dude. And Matt Arian, Schaub, Arian Matt Foster Schaub, has been injured, Matt too. Schaub set a record for the most games in a row with a pick six. That's that disappointing. True. That is not good. Atlanta Falcons are missing Julio Jones and Roddy White and Steven Jackson for most of the season. So you can't, really, you can't really blame that on Atlanta. That's kind of bad luck or maybe, you know. But I would say Houston is more disappointing to me. Who, who ends the year with the, more wins, Atlanta or Houston? Houston. I say Atlanta. I think so. Because I think Atlanta's going to get some of those players back, and I think Houston's just done. You could be. I mean, you could be right. And our wild cards for the NFC? I had the uh, I had Seattle. You had Seattle? And I think I had... Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay I had winning the division. Oh, excuse me. Uh, was it Redskins? I think it was Redskins. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I had no other team in the NFC North making it. I had San Francisco and... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I did not have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, okay. We'll see. Oh, they suck, so that's okay. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of even so far. We'll have to see how it plays out, but... It's really just going to come down to who finishes with a better record, the Redskins or the Giants? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. It is what it is. So, who's your MVP for the first half of the season? Oh, boy. Uh... Is it Matt Stafford or Calvin Johnson? <laughs> Which one would you go with? Oh, it's got to be Peyton Manning. I mean, I... come on. Peyton Manning, number one. Calvin Johnson, I think, is in the conversation, but with what Peyton Manning's been doing with the prolific style of the offense, there's no way you don't give it to Peyton Manning? Question mark? I think, you know, I've always thought this, Ray. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. I think that MVP player is not <sighs> such much player as it is, like, an essence, okay? And I think <laughs> no one player... Oh, my goodness. Lay it on. No one player has had more effect on the season and those Kansas City Chiefs fans. Arrowhead Stadium is the MVP oh so far. Goodness. No. Um, I thought you were going to say yeah, Andy Reid. I really got, did. It's really got to be uh, Peyton Manning right now. That's what I would say. And, you know, I would say a close runner-up to me, Andrew Luck, man, is it has been pretty dynamic. Balling. He's been pretty good, yeah. I'll go They've with that. lost a couple weird head-scratcher games, but then it seems like every game they win is against somebody good, you know? I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. Cool. Yeah. Well... 
we'll see how it plays out starting the second half of the season. Who's Detroit got? Oh, Detroit and the Bears. What do you think about that? At game? Chicago, it's going to be a blowout. On paper, it seems like it should be that we should win this game by like 20 points. It should be a, almost a mirror image of the first game we played where we hung 40 on that vaunted Bears defense. And if it wasn't for them in the fourth quarter against the prevent, scoring two touchdowns and getting two 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 point conversions for 16 points on the board, it would have been a much, much bigger score right there. We just knew they couldn't, they didn't have enough time in order to get it done. Final score 40 to 32, but it very well should have been like 40 to 21, 22, 23 points. Uh, it was not as close as the score would indicate. And with a hobbled Jay Cutler, I would love, I just don't see it happening for him. I would love to disagree with you. Uh, but man, the Bears, I, I was surprised they won last week. So I, I guess I'm going to give them a chance at home. And who is the only one in our Pick'em League to pick the Bears? Yeah. This guy right here. Ray, not This the, is radio, yeah. so you can't see me pointing at myself. Not the guy in first place in, in the league, which is me. Yeah, I picked up two more games on which you. I'm, in sec- I'm back in second place, okay, good, yo. Good. Back in second but place. But that's not first place. You know, it is Second not. place is the first loser. So congratulations. At least it's not the biggest loser, because I don't want to gain all that weight. Yeah, you should. If you gained all that weight and then you lost it, people would respect you. Except the people that knew that you gained the weight just for the show, and they wouldn't respect you at all. Or the people that already knew you, who already don't respect you. Thank you? You're welcome. All right, well, that wraps up our NFL segment. We'll be right back after three seconds of... The Village People. In the Navy, yes, you can sell the seven seas. In the Navy, yes, you can put your mind at ease. I think that's going to do it. We're done. I think that's going to end the show. yeah. Boy, we really stayed on the rails this week, mm-hmm. and that's we what makes not. me joyous. We wrote down, we had an outline, and we stuck to it, except for there. And Would right you believe there. our outline was only five words long? Yeah, I believe it. I thought that was, it was Would that less, be obvious to anyone listening? It was less words than that, I think. Well, I counted, I counted letters as... Anyway, hey, let's talk about uh, our, 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 our season long. We're halfway through the season, and we've... We've already pretty much clinched our bet with Jason McClain. Oh, the the aforementioned Jason McClain. Good job, Jason McClain. He really had no confidence in the two best teams in football, the Kansas City Chiefs and, and your the Denver Detroit Broncos. Lions. How? Oh. oh, but he. But he. So that's why he didn't bet us on the Broncos. He bet us on the Detroit Lions. Yes, that's what happened. Oh, you, you were using hyperbole to make your team one of the best two teams. Okay, cool. I get it. I dig it. Anyway, he bet us both that our combined teams would lose 18 games or more. Mm -hmm. And we said, that's a pile of malarkey, sir. That's a pile of malarkey and a stack of malarkey and a bunch of malarkey. If we were to use the first half of the season as our barometer, we could say that our two teams might not combine for six losses this entire year. So we basically needed 14 and a half wins to win our bet. That is correct. Halfway through the season, we already have... 14, 14 wins. wins. That's right. Between the two. Goodbye. Goodbye, microphone. Brent just threw his mic. Brent just literally dropped the mic and walked off. Yep. That was incredible. And I picked it up again. It's like, oh, it's not. We're not done with the show, it's Brent. It's not a stand-up show. You got to keep yeah. going. Do you do that at stand-up shows? Oh, yeah. Did, That's did why I never re- asked back. Really mad at you? Yeah, okay. You got to pay for that. I did that at a karaoke show once, and I dropped the mic at the end of my song of Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back, and they they were very cross with me afterwards. It's almost like they would have to buy a new microphone if I broke it. Yeah. Anyway, McLean, you sad sod. Hey, but at least McLean, you know, his team won the World Series, so. Oh, wait, they didn't. They got all the way to the uh, finals, and they lost to the Boston oh, Red Sox. Man. Oh, no. Classic troll on McLean. Oh, McLean. It, trust me, though. At least his Rams are really putting up a go. Oh, Sam no. Bradford is a... Oh. Well, hey, at least they didn't lose Steven Jackson. Their number... Uh, oh. oh. Although that Zach Stacy guy's looking pretty good. Yeah. Kind of good. I, I mean, picked him in the last round. Of my uh, other fantasy league. That was a good call. In any case, if either your Kansas City Chiefs or your Detroit Lions win a single game the entire rest of this NFL season, we beat McLean. All right. What are we going to make him do? He's going he's gonna to buy us drinks. Yes. Well, he's, he's already going to do that. And he's going to wear uh, the paraphernalia of the, the one of our two teams that has the best record. 
I don't think that was the bet. Yeah! Oh, my gracious. So anyway, McLean, I guess if I had to sum up our feelings about this bet and the way you've proffered it to us and everything else in general, I think the two words would be suck it. Suck it, McLean. Our teams are good. Your lack of faith was quite disturbing, to quote Gremlins, I think. It was said in Gremlins. RoboCop, I forget. Anyway. What are you talking about? We got some thanks to do, Brent. Yeah. We need to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. We have to thank David Noel for producing, even though he doesn't know the rules of punting. Yeah. How about Jordan Monsell? Jordan Monsell is my hero. St. Jordan, ladies Saint and gentlemen. St. Jordan. That logo is still, it brings me teardrops of happiness. Buy his amazing artwork, jordanmonsell.com. You should totally go there. And we'll thank Greg Lopez. Why not? Yeah. Daddy. Like the guy. Or as I call him, Daddy Lopez. I call him Big Daddy Lopez. Daylo. Anybody you want to thank, Brad? Daylo. That's what we call him now. Yeah. I want to thank Matt Stafford. Oh, jeez. Um, Why? Well, there was a Cheez-Its uh, overage in Detroit, and during the bye week, he's able to take care of that whole thing. So, congratulations. A Cheez-Its overage? Yeah. Like there were too many Cheez-Its? There was too many Cheez-Its. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, that's... I read that online that Matt Stafford. Where would do. you read that online? On the. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna make you work for this. On uh, it was on uh, what was it called? Uh, DerekEater.com. Yeah. I think we're done here. Good night, everybody. <laughs> gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag. What you wanted And then you run and you flaunt it I've got something to And I'm hungry like the wolf Is not the song that we just played Let me look at the uh... Cause I'm hungry like the wolf I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. Okay. It's a good song. None of this is seeing the air.